0: Back to Garbage Film. This is the show that seeks to prove that arty and trashy movies have a lot in common, and you don't need to enjoy just one or the other. So we will take our movie of the week and pair it with something artier or trashier, and hope that you discover an unexpected new favorite, or at the very least, are entertained. I am one of your hosts, Nick, and with me, as always, is the yub to my nub, someone who is definitely not my twin sister, Aaron is here. Hi, Erin. Hello. <laughs> Just, we're back, baby. Oh,
1: I missed this. Oh, goodness. How are you, Nick?
0: Oh, I'm good. It's uh, been a weird little accidental hiatus of (laughs) no podcasting, but we're getting back into the swang of things. Mm -hmm. And uh, how are you doing? How are you feeling about that?
1: Fine. It feels insane to be recording again because I, yeah, it it feels simultaneously like we've never recorded a podcast and also that it's only been a week. (laughs) So, we,
0: real good. It was like a combination of we backlogged a few episodes and then just did not have time to record for a little bit. So, it, it's probably been like two months or something like that? No, it's
1: been like a month.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't,
1: who knows? This is the other problem is that it's not even that we meant to take this much time. We just forgot what time was. Yep. And by the time <laughs> three weeks had passed, we were like, we should do something.
0: Speaking of time... Yeah. Okay. It's the 40th anniversary <laughs> of a little movie that we're going to talk about today. A little someone named Return of the Jedi. Force is strong in my family. My father has it. I have it. Force is strong. Only together can we. Be- Turn him to the dark side of the Force. As
1: you wish. I like that you think the movies are sentient and that they have names. (laughs) These
0: ones are my friends. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. My childhood
1: friends. (laughs) The people Uh, I love best.
0: Yes, we're finally doing a Star Wars movie on the pod and... Just needed an excuse more than anything, and 40's a nice round number, so yeah. here you go.
1: So, big round of applause.
0: <laughs> we did, <For>, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Return of the Jedi from 1983. That's 40 years. We're uh, actually recording this on the weekend of its actual, like, 40th oh, anniversary nice. yeah. release. So Solid. Yep. Yeah. Feeling good about that. Feeling timely. And uh, let's say you've never heard of Return of the Jedi. Welcome to Earth. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know there are people who have not seen star wars that's true that's true
0: but you probably you probably have a hint of it so for those listeners return of the jedi what's going on here uh after rescuing han solo from jabba the Hutt, the rebels attempt to destroy another death star while luke struggles to help darth vader back from the dark side that's that's yep that's it, the movie yep it is weird to see it summed up in one sentence when
1: <laughs> yes i we watched this recently to prepare and it was like this really is just those two things Yep, <laughs> those are the two things
0: that they do it is so weird just dropping in and watching this one with none of the others yeah. around it as i'm just like is it like obviously i love this movie i grew up with this movie it's sure part of my dna but like it's not really like a full movie <laughs>
1: It's definitely a function of its trilogy. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. It cannot exist without what comes before, which is like that. Feels like a rule. You should, you should have to break that to like make a full sequel. If you can, if it can't exist without the previous movie, mm. like you know you can't drop in and guide a viewer through. Then yeah. Yeah. Feels wrong somehow. But
1: <laughs> maybe it is that we're just. I don't know. It's just in the cultural soup so much that you don't really mm. need to. I, I don't
0: know. Yeah. It could just be that it's so disjointed and, like, it feels like it's only got two portions to it. It has giant yeah. Jabba Palace set piece and Death Star 2 Death set Star piece. Stuff. Yeah. And there's no middle act. Like, the closest you get is, right. like, that. The, that's the entire movie is Rescue Han, Luke has a single conversation with Yoda, yeah. and then Death Star 2. And, like...
1: yeah. And, like, split between Andorra and Death Star, I guess. But, yeah, that yeah. that that really is it. Yep. I would I would love to have seen the storyboarding. Or not even the storyboarding, but, yeah, the, like, drafting process for this.
0: Yeah. It feels really like, what are we going <laughs> to... How do we explain this to somebody? Like, and then we'll have a briefing scene? Yeah. Is that a good
1: scene? <laughs> I guess that's your second act. There you go. Yeah, yeah. there
0: you go. Problem yeah. solved. <laughs> we did it. We solved the problem. Problem solvers. Yeah. <laughs> So this was uh, directed by Richard Marquand, who I don't know from a single other thing. I have never seen his name before or since. Um,
1: (laughs) That was it, huh? Yeah. Just
0: drop in. I think he only directed like six movies or something like that. Weird. Most of them were. Like, this is the thing with Star Wars, though. I feel like other than like one, like for Empire, has like a known director. And there's George Lucas. And then otherwise, it's fully unknowns for the most part. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. Um, is
1: that what they used to do? Like you would just hand franchises over to like whoever was in the building at the time. I guess so like they, <laughs> okay.
0: famously they tried to get David Lynch to do it.
1: Oh God, did um, they really? Oh yeah, like and Jedi he, specifically.
0: Yep, yeah. and <laughs> he turned it down to make Dune. That's okay. kind of where that went. Okay, because um, he wanted more control. I think is is mm. ultimately, and I mean, there are lovers of Dune. I love. Let's not get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel. I can feel something cresting Something of the is sand, brewing, like a, yeah. yeah. I like
1: it. Hmm. <laughs> yes, that's a different podcast. Yes, but... listen
0: to our Dune episode. <laughs> it's <laughs> not on this one. Uh, you got the screenplay by Lawrence Kasdan of nice. previous Star Wars fame and other things. Mm-hmm. And George Lucas, as you can tell by how clunky some of this dialogue oh is. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I feel for Mark Hamill. I'm sure he had a great time and he sees invested in it and it doesn't come off too wonky as a result Mm. but boy he really has to go for the like elegant turns of phrase in this one like he's a fancy boy now and he he speaks with like you can tell he's should be delivering these in an English accent (laughs) but he doesn't have one and he's not he's like Oh, just riding the line. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: going. Uh, what's the like the Pan Atlantic? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The newscaster. Transatlantic. Kind of, uh, that's yeah. what I wanted. Transatlantic accent, where it's like, where are you? You're not from anywhere. Okay, cool. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> You're from Philadelphia in 1805. That's
0: weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like Alec Guinness gets the worst of this, where he has to show up for one scene and just do absolutely nuts revision at like retconning <laughs> exposition. <laughs> And it's just a super thankless job. You can tell he doesn't want to be there.
1: You kind of can tell. Yeah. Like, it's never been more clear that he hates sci-fi <laughs> than in this movie.
0: Uh, yeah, so let's talk about it. So, Mark Hamill. Sure. Yeah. I feel like, like this movie generally, I feel like I'm going to sound like I'm ragging on this movie the whole time. It's fun. I, I like the, <laughs> Yeah, it's a good watch. Um, but I feel like the first two Star Wars movies are like, here's Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher and their adventures. And this one is... Here's a movie about Luke Skywalker. Also, Leia and are doing something, I guess.
1: They're over there. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, very much. It very
0: much feels like his movie. So, like, it only works because he's able to <laughs> make it all work. Yep. Ultimately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher. I feel like the movie does them dirty. Just in, like, they get sidelined for huge portions of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, they really do. I, I, I get it. You gotta, you know... I think there was the risk of this movie being exactly like uh, a New Hope. Yeah. And they had just had to like focus more on the Luke Bader thing as a result, but yeah. I agree. I feel like ugh, I feel like Carrie Fisher just yeah, she got done dirty in this one. This yeah. is <laughs> I
0: this is like who knows. <laughs> so the first two movies she'd like everyone was very happy like Carrie Fisher, yeah, she is not being sexualized re- that much in the other no, Star yeah. Wars movies, at least compared to most media of the time, she's a strong character of her own, et cetera, et cetera. And she mentioned to George, like, it is great that you have this character, I love it, but I feel like I'm just being dressed in bedsheets all the time. I I have a good figure show, like, I like to dress like a woman in one of these, and the bikini is the reaction to that. Just like, ooh, (laughs) overcorrection.
1: I mean, the the most you can say for, I actually don't, I don't really... Care about it one way or the other because yeah, it does either. feel like yes, this place has no respect for like people mm. and they are literally just either playthings or slaves. Like you decorations. Know I mean? yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like that is if you're gonna have it anywhere, it's literally this.
0: Jabba the Hutt and his palace is just like it's if Futurama it's humanism bot. Yeah, that's that's what it is.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's a very clear like yeah, she doesn't want to dress like this. Mm-hmm. This isn't like. Oh, I just happen to be, like, she's being put in a position, like, the character is, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's not even that, it's just like, ah, oh, she's so, not dumb, but, like, she is not the same character in this one, I feel like. Yeah,
0: I feel like that, This I feel the same for yeah. Han, too. They both feel completely divorced from the other two movies, yeah. in my mind.
1: Like, yeah, it's just not... I feel like Leia could have made a lot of shit happen in this movie, and she would have if it was like like she she's been shown doing that, and not so much in this one for some reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just <laughs> really do much, and she's a doer, you know. She, exactly. So
0: that's why it feels like she's a <laughs> it follower. It just feels in weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But in in that sense, where it's just like, I guess Leia's over there. I guess <laughs> Han's over there. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they must be doing something, but we don't get to see it, and that's that's the fun part.
0: Yeah. I toward the end of our rewatch, you turn to mean when Harrison Ford made a funny face and you're like, I guess he's just mugging his way to this movie, isn't he?
1: (laughs) Yeah, this movie is just full of Harrison Ford making faces and just people screaming. Just a lot of really good yells and screams in this movie. Just
0: yeah. Some some absolutely fantastic I just got hurt yells in this movie. (laughs) Just a "Ah!" Yeah! You get two or three Wilhelm screams. I think in at the least Java two, fights. which is a bold, <laughs>
1: bold move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I will say, like, I feel like at least they're focusing on the Luke stuff. And it, yeah. it works for oh, me yeah. a lot. Like, very, very... As a great end to the trilogy, too. Not just yes. on its own.
0: Yeah, it, like, for all of... That's, like, the thing that I know in my mind about this movie. For all of the, like, Jabba's palace stuff is neat and cool. Don't try to examine Luke's plan because (laughs) he...
1: It's it's dumb.
0: (laughs) Unimaginably over-convoluted for no reason. Yeah. Uh, But, like, it's a fun set piece. It's a fun fight and all that. And there's lots of other stuff happening. (laughs) But all the throne room stuff, all of the... Anytime Luke and Vader are on screen together, it is just... That's... Excellent stuff. It washes out movie any faults magic, for baby. me. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. it just yeah, really really does it. The Yeah. I just yeah, we'll get to the ewoks in a bit. Uh <laughs> let's keep talking running through the cast. We got Billy D. Williams is back. Yay. He weirdly I feel like he just slots into the Han role and then they're like, and Harrison Ford is back, so what do we do with him? Yeah, <laughs> um, I
1: think it's it's a nice, like, so I don't know how much of this you want to, like, how much of this angle you want to look at this movie through, but, like, knowing what we know about the characters 40 years later, mm. it's, a fu- it's a good, I think it all hangs together quite well. Like Actually, yeah, you in know that what I mean? regard. Yeah, where yeah, Lando, like, came from being a shithead and, like, arguably being a bigger shithead than han solo yes and now he's like he's gone on the same he just happened to go on the same arc as han where he's like no like i can be you know part of a bigger thing and Mm -hmm. like put my talents to good work and and so it's nice to see that where we've now seen um solo the movie and And the man (laughs) the movie and the man and (laughs) yeah it just it's it's a nice like yeah look at him being a being a grown-up Uh, brackets complimentary (laughs) yeah you know
0: he made yeah it feels like the decision was made in in between movies off screen which is nice to feel like oh some growth we got to see over uh a long stretch as opposed to within a scene or within a single decision on screen or whatever
1: it's a very like oh i don't trust easily and like i assumed the empire was operating in good faith Empire obviously fucked that up for him. And so now he's like, fine, you burned me once, never again. Now I'm in with these guys, you know? (laughs)
0: Yeah. And Billy Dee Williams is just just so charismatic, so effortlessly charismatic.
1: So charming. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: But you know who I think is the MVP of this movie? Who? Anthony Daniels. He is so (laughs) goddamn funny. Oh
1: my God. C-3PO, okay, explain to me (laughs) why, how was this robot built with... Like, he knows six million forms of communication, but somehow politeness or tact are not in there anywhere. Like, social nicety does not figure into communication for him at all.
0: I think it's a lovely satire on the idea (laughs) of, if you just take the idea of politeness, of, like, etiquette and mannerisms and remove the human touch, Mm. it becomes uh, something else entirely. Sure. I just love shit like... He is so restricted in his physicality, yet he is still so funny physically. He's very funny in this movie. When they get knocked out of the Ewok net and fall down, and he lifts his head up, and they're all like, oh, he's a god. He goes, ow, my head. (laughs) What?
1: (laughs) Wait. Well, we saw that android <laughs> t- droid getting tortured. They've been programmed to feel pain for yeah. some reason, so that tracks. <laughs>
0: uh, I want to talk about that in a little bit. I'm just going to run through the rest of our guys. Uh, we got Do David it. Prowse and James Earl Jones combining to be one character again. Uh, you got the debut of Mr. Ian McDiarmid. Oh, my God. Sorry, Ian McDiarmid. <laughs> Ian McDiarmid, McDiarmid as Mr. Emperor. Who uh, <laughs> We just say Emperor Oh okay He I love that he was so good As the Emperor They were gonna get like The, the Emperor has a different voice In And face In Empire Strikes Back uh, Really? Yeah In the original Non special okay. edition ones Yeah Completely different actor Completely different Oh uh, shit. Voice What is thy bidding My master
1: There is a great disturbance In the force I have felt it We have a new enemy,
0: Luke Skywalker. Yes, my master. And they were going to dub over all of McGearmid with the original Emperor voice, and he came in and they are like, oh, this guy's perfect. Oh, never mind. (laughs) What is thy bidding, my master? There is a great disturbance in the force. I have felt it. We have a new enemy. The young rebel who destroyed the Death Star. He's doing some like I tried to read up on I didn't understand huh. it, but he's doing some like weird projection from your like the bottom of your stomach. That's like a stage actor. Oh, okay. Villain mustache Is, twirl. Thing. Yeah.
1: Is he like a Shakespeare guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Damn. Just
0: so perfect. Love to see him.
1: He's so great. Like you, it's it's not even. Oh, hello, cat. Um, it's not even like. It's not campy. It's it's not mm. self conscious in any way. He's clearly just enjoying it. Yeah. You know,
0: it's so good. It's so like, the, he's the reason that I think it all does hang together in the end. Because like, oh, this guy is capital E evil. Yeah. All right.
1: Oh, for real. But okay. you actually
0: take it seriously. Yeah. yeah. So good. Uh, and then you got uh, all of our little friends: Kenny Baker, Peter Mayhew, Frank Oz, Warwick Davis. They're all being little creatures.
1: All of our guys.
0: And I uh, just shouting out Wicket's intro scene is just a perfect combination of. <laughs> physical acting and funny noises yeah so let's uh let's run through this a little bit two enormous set pieces separated by yoda's death just gonna tell you yeah that droid torture chamber scene just introduces so (laughs) many impossible questions oh my god there is so much so much of this movie is out of control with just like i don't know it was a bit uh and then it (laughs) has become like this is the years of Expanded Universe, people sitting down and being like, and the reason that droid could feel pain was yeah. because he had the famed feet of Agamemnon that were <laughs> designed in 300 ABY. That, yep. Sure,
1: like, we need to publish something today. Pick <clears throat> a guy. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, that. So he's getting his feet toasted. There's a <laughs> droid on a rack next to them as yeah, they talk.
1: Like a medieval rack. Yeah.
0: Later on, 3PO's head hurts. Like, this is the implication (laughs) is they've all got nerves.
1: Yeah. Or or understand what pain is and how to replicate the effect. You know what I mean? Which is arguably... Sorry, I just hiccuped. Is arguably more horrific
0: like i'm thinking about I'm reading I a lot of asimov right now for whatever mm. reason talking about robots there you go and there's so much of people asking robots like oh does this bring you pleasure and the response is like it excites my brain in such a way that my i now work faster as a result so i can take that as the the robot equivalent of pleasure yeah it's like oh there's a robot equivalent of pain happening here <laughs> what is it is it just like
1: is it just the knowledge that you're you're parts are breaking down? Yeah, like and you won't be uh, able to function well? Yeah,
0: like your your, your that, functions are slowing and you're like, right. "Oh." Question
1: Yeah. Is that right?
0: <laughs> my efficiency hurts. Yeah. Like.
1: <laughs> oh
0: no, my productivity. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm a robot.
1: <laughs> uh, I I is it yes, just human hubris in like programming them to be like, "Oh, b- b- robots will be as attached to pieces of their body as we are yeah. well, we goes... should scare them you know <laughs> yeah we gotta keep them in line. they should get scared when
0: yeah i guess that's a way to keep a uh, slave class from uprising is <laughs> ensure that they can feel pain uh so dark. here's where uh this is gonna happen not too much i hope i'm i'm the big lore star wars lore head here yeah, sure, so i here. can step in to say like years before these movies take place, it is a, like, oh, they slowly move robots less from trash can design to human-shaped design. Sure. So maybe this is something that's relatively new in robots that they're trying out. Like, uh, what if, because they're more human, uh, they should react like they're experiencing pain?
1: I guess, or right? Something. Yeah, I can see that. But like, for a protocol droid, if you smack him around and he doesn't react, it's gonna weird people out, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, so I want to return to uh. Jabba's Palace, too, because... Kind of talking about a little bit with the droids. This is, I think, Jedi has our biggest little freak quotient. (laughs) Oh yeah, of all the Star Wars movies. Yeah, ratio of little
1: freaks to regular characters (laughs) off the charts in this one. And I do need
0: to state, Ewoks aren't little freaks. Ewoks are giant heroes. There is a difference here.
1: Oh, their hearts are so
0: big. They are. Yeah, that's true. You know a little freak from. When we're talking about a little freak, isn't size a little freak is a little freak? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy in the back of Jabba's place that's like eight feet tall with a giant head and a huge bushy mustache. He's a little freak. That
1: guy's a little freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Yoda's a little freak. He happens to be small.
0: Chewbacca's a little freak sometimes.
1: Sometimes, yeah. I feel like oh, what's the guy? Kit Fisto is that his name? Yes. The, the Jedi. He's a little freak. He's a little freak. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Little freak is a state of mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So do you have? A favorite little freak in this one That you like Anytime he's in the background You just like Zoop (laughs) Right onto him Or
1: I feel like the obvious answer here Is Salacious Crumb Oh yeah The little The rat man
0: That is a Kawakian monkey lizard Thank you uh, Sure
1: I thought I was Already on the ball By knowing his name Oh
0: you Between us For
1: (laughs) You know what I'm just realizing This is the most George Lucas movie Of the entire trilogy Oh big time Like His name is fucking Salacious Crumb (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I, there's something about the black and white furred Ewok leader that really cracks oh, me up. Oh, yeah. Just the way his face is designed and also his little hunch. Like, I, he cracks me up so much. I cannot <laughs> stop watching him when he's on screen. He might be my favorite little freak.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Yeah. I don't know, there's just so many. There's so many. Like, there's yeah. no wrong answer here.
0: No. You could choose, like, the most backgroundy guy possible or Salacious Crumb. There's nothing wrong with that choice. I, I think that you're overlooking... The the man of the hour, the guy that livens up any party, it's Max Rebo. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. The little blue elephant that yes. plays keyboards. <laughs> Not just a hallucination anymore. Yes,
0: the I agree. absolutely insane thing that I only learned recently. I don't know if you know this.
1: Oh, I think I... Uh, remind me. He...
0: So you're seeing him play keyboards and stuff. And you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. I, I'm only seeing him from, like, the torso up or whatever. Sure. He's no. an elephant, yeah. no. That's his whole body. He's playing with his feet. He doesn't have hands.
1: Right.
0: His, his right. ears okay. work as his hands.
1: <laughs> this is...
0: Like, I learned this and I was like, I no. respect you so much more. <laughs> you had to it's overcome so, so much.
1: <laughs> or is that normal? Is it? Does he live in the Everything Everywhere All At Once universe oh, where they all have... Hot they, fingers. they play piano with their toes. Yeah. yeah. Just saying.
0: I, I, I should have checked his, his species name, but uh, I love... That is George Lucas energy. That is big brain. Uh, yeah, the keyboard player doesn't have hands. His ears are his hands. Yeah. And his toes aren't. don't even look like they're good at playing keyboards. And yet he's the best musician. Oh my
1: god. Just, he's, he's saying this in his quiet George Lucas voice. And the production team are crying. They're weeping openly. Like, you can't stop, please. There's one I guy who's new who's this.
0: jotting down every yeah. note as fast <laughs> as possible. Like, I don't know what we're going to do, man.
1: Yes, Max Rebo is a prime little freak.
0: Yeah. And he's got, uh, I I want to, like, know his whole band. So he's got, you got Little Blue Elephant. Yeah. You got the guy that's always standing a little behind him who's very paunchy and is playing, like, a kind of woodwind. Sure, sure. A bassoon um, of some type. Yeah, or an oboe, like, yeah. long oboe. You got the insane percussion setup.
1: Yes, there are. There, there's the just a sprinkling of percussion in this that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yep. Yeah, you
0: got uh, Long Hose Nose. Uh, her name is <laughs> Cy Snoodles.
1: Oh, shut up. Fuck. Fuck you, George Lucas. <laughs>
0: And Cy Snoodles pops up in other media. She's in like some of the cartoons and stuff.
1: Really? Yep. I mean, how are you going to waste a name like size noodles? <laughs> Come on, you're bringing that back.
0: And I think he was just added for the special edition. The little like fuzzy guy. I, his name is Yuzum or he is a Yasm. I don't know. Oh,
1: the guy who sings?
0: Yeah, the guy who sings yes. the song Jedi Rocks.
1: Right, of course. The, the, like With the Jedi Rocks dancers. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: big band number or whatever yeah. this thing is.
1: I don't know what compelled them. I'm a fan, but what compelled them to put, like, a knockoff Cowboy Bebop number in the middle of <laughs> Jeff's Palace? I'll take
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. So, actually, this leads me into another question. Um, We rewatched the... God, there's too many versions of this man. Oh, yeah. We rewatched okay. the 90s so 97? or early-aught special edition sure. releases where...
1: Oh, it would have to be early-aughts because... Because Anakin, yeah. uh,
0: Hayden Christensen's in there, Yeah. Um, horse ghost. Did you have you ever seen the original original DZ? I know I have, yeah. yeah. We
1: had this on Oh, Baby. Nice.
0: <laughs> My family
1: was really convinced that like Laserdiscs were gonna be the the way to go. And they said, you know, they were basically DVDs, but just not with any of the good parts, I guess. <laughs> I can see that being the thing though.
0: so big, I think. Was that the yeah.
1: thing? Yeah. Here's the thing. I, I didn't know there was like a beginning of Empire. The of of Empire Strikes Back because my sister could it start? No, like I didn't know where the beginning was. I thought it was later than it is because my sister sat on it as a child and broke it, and it was fine except it just started like twenty minutes in. So, (laughs) okay, that's a fun fact about me. Thanks, Katie. (laughs) No, I'm just joking. (laughs) Um, It was not sustainable. (laughs) Yeah, so you've seen the version. So <laughs> I have seen nothing that could be digitally altered, let me put it that way. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, this is the one, out of the three special editioned ones, mm-hmm. I can easily see where, like, oh yeah, I know that this is special edition versus none. This sure. is the only one that I get it confused and I don't really know what's mm, what. Okay. Like, the ending song is different in this than, like, right. in the original one is Yub Nub, the Epoch yeah. song that yeah. they sing. Which I didn't know for a long time.
1: Uh, Aw, you were missing out on YubNub? Yeah,
0: I was missing out on YubNub. And then I learned it was like, oh, goodness. this song fucking sucks.
1: <laughs> oh, I see why they did this. Hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> That's the one I can... How dare you, sir.
0: <laughs> Come on. It's their,
1: it's their cultural heritage, and frankly, you're being a little racist I mean, about
0: yeah, this. Yeah, I, I am being insensitive, yep. I will admit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does suck.
0: I get it. This is yes. Yeah, so this is the one that I'll probably always take Special Edition <laughs> over. Fair. No matter yeah. what. Yeah.
1: I I really, I haven't watched them closely enough to be like, ah, the differences, so I'll just, whatever you put in front of me, I'm very simple-minded, I'll just be like, that's the movie.
0: I do hate Hayden Christensen showing up at the end, though.
1: It's very jarring. It's so (laughs) jarring.
0: And the extra weird thing is that uh, Hayden Christensen's, like, comments on showing up were like, oh, I didn't know what we were shooting. Oh, god They just put me in Jedi robes and were like, just, just, like look into camera, just act act natural as Anakin Skywalker. And then he was like, if I had known they were doing that, I would have acted in any way differently. Because he looks so threatening.
1: <laughs> yeah, he does a little bit. Well, his version of, like, <laughs> the experience he's had with Anakin Skywalker is unsettling, yeah. unsure why, to full-blown threatening. <laughs> That's not a helpful direction. <laughs> Poor
0: guy. Uh, so I just want to, like, run through some other stuff that really hit me this time. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I... I want to talk about some stuff that just we can't appreciate now that we have all of this context now. Mm. But, like, and this kind of falls into that. But the laying of the groundwork for the Emperor is so good in this. Of just, like, Vader showing up and being like, I'm the good cop. Oh, my God, (laughs)
1: which is so funny. Because, like, what he's the most, you know, that was the whole point of that shot in Rogue One, where he's, like, the most terrifying man in the universe. (laughs) And he shows up and, like, I'm nice. You don't want to meet my boss. Yeah. (laughs) You know that poor guy. Like, you can one of the performances that really sticks out to me is the the guy that goes to receive Vader when he comes Mm -hmm. and The, the Emperor's coming here. That guy, yeah. you can see him like his pupils just shrink to the size of pin bricks, and you know he like went and hyperventilated into his pillow later.
0: Yeah, there is an abandoned subplot where that character, Muff J- Jared, sure he, uh conspires with the Emperor to help take out Vader so that Luke can take his place. But, oh damn! Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, totally, where you're like, I'm fucked. Yeah. I have to make an inroad with the Emperor as fast as possible. That's great. I love that. I'll take it.
0: Yeah, uh, that's, so that is just perfect scene setting, and then he gets his, like, big parade of TIE fighters, and you get the big Imperial March when yeah. he comes out, and then it just dissolves into this, look at this gross little guy.
1: Yeah, this little frog man.
0: He's old.
1: <laughs> the scariest thing of all. <laughs> you know what I really, what cracks me up about that scene is that he's, there's, like, a hundred fucking stormtroopers lined up, and they're just talking... About their secret plan, yeah. Like out in the in this boomy like warehouse space. <laughs> but
0: that that's that thing of like it speaks to power of like I don't got to keep any secrets. Yeah, I
1: suppose. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's <just> so funny.
0: <laughs> I also love how he Emperor gets off, walks down the road, and he's just quiet. Invaders, yeah. So what's going? And he's he's <laughs> he's got that feel of like we don't need to talk about anything. Oh, you we, we get to talk about the secret plan? Yeah, let's get into All it right. a little bit. Okay. He's just got this like he is so at ease with these thousands of people He doesn't him. care, yeah. He is in his lane. People. He is thriving.
1: Not moisturized. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to assume. Yep. This is a great
0: movie for guys that look gross, yeah. uh, but are in ultimate power like you sure. got Emperor here the makeup on him looks incredible. You it's got... so
1: good. I really I I know this isn't the point, but I remember thinking like I can't tell where the makeup is. Yeah. I know, you know, humans don't look like
0: that, but Damn! But then when you see Ian McDiarmid out of the makeup, you're like, "Yeah, that looks like the same guy." Yeah, not I gross. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not yucky. Uh, and Jabba's puppet has the thing that I love about Jabba's puppet. He's a big slug guy, sure. sure. A uh, classic. And that could be it. It could be like, ah, oh, what a nice clean slug man. No, he's his mouth is like covered in spittle oh, yeah. and mucus. <laughs> it's just awful. I love it.
1: Does he have like a guy... Do you think the guy, the blue guy, has to like? come in with a giant toothbrush every so often he's got like a squeegee. what's squeegee yeah I... <laughs> he's got a bunch of slave girls in the back to just hose him down or whatever <laughs> that's Ugh.
0: when you listen to the baroque Ugh. music you have you have that then you have Naptime. nap time <laughs> yeah.
1: Just like, I told you not to let anyone in. I'm napping.
0: Yeah, that's that's why he was mad that Luke Skywalker got in. It wasn't. We're that... all
1: cranky when we get woken up from a nap. I, I do love... love that they're listening to like a Scarlatti sonata. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the droids wander in, like, oh, this is actually kind of nice in here. Yes, okay. Yes, yes, yes. All right.
0: That, Some Bach. Uh, I know we're jumping all over the place, but I, uh, sorry, I do yeah. love that of like, that is such a I'm putting on airs thing. That's yep. a Italian, like, uh, the Italian mobster who like grew up rough and tumble and now he's trying to seem put together but he's just yeah. so covered in scars that you're like what are you doing guy you
1: do not fit in here <laughs> yes <laughs> it's
0: good yeah uh, i love that uh jumping through the like we get yoda's death scene which is very touching and stuff but there's like a shot that like has always stuck with me is just like a beautiful thing of yoda passing away and his face going down and the reflection of his fire in his face is just mm. such a like touching little end thing for our little goblin man it's nice Uh, it's just so like warm and cozy like you can tell what the weather's like right then of like the humidity level in the atmosphere yeah yeah it's just
1: so it's a lovely shot there is some like some i don't know chaos not exactly the right word but like there's just a lot happening in the direction of this movie but some of the moments are really just really well set up, and they, they mm. feel like real payoffs, yeah. you know? And that is definitely one of them. I, I Yoda having to spend his last moments on this plane of existence, dealing with this fucking family's bullshit, like, he's just like, I am so old, I am sick of hearing about the Skywalkers. <laughs> Please leave me alone.
0: That's his, that's his curse to bear. He was responsible for it, and therefore he cannot get away from their bullshit. This
1: is so true. Yeah, Yoda dies thinking, like, oh no, Luke is is the new Anakin. Like, yeah. I fucked him up the same way that, like, I fucked up Anakin's life. Yeah. That's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt.
0: And I'm gonna be, I'm the guy that's in here like, Yoda, yeah, he's the wise elder, blah blah blah. He also is the reason for everything bad that happened, so... yeah not going to dive down this rabbit hole too much but i just (laughs) wanted to mention i just love that i think that's why i wanted to mention it is that like so much of this movie is chaotic is just like let's blow through it as fast as we can yeah but then you have a few of these little moments to breathe there's this there's luke and vader saying goodbye yeah that breathe really nicely Um,
1: they do make it very like those just all belong to luke right so that's very much luke's movie like anytime you get a moment to absorb an emotional beat it's for luke
0: yeah, actually, yeah. I'm picturing all the, the only time that Leia gets any, like, close-up shots, it's just her reacting to somebody. Yeah. Something.
1: Or reacting to Luke's problems. Bullshit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: Skywalker drama is messy. Oh my god. Uh, and just... the other thing I just want to, I just love all the space stuff in this movie has yet to be surpassed for me. Like, mm. it is the best-looking really space good. stuff, like... I know that everybody complains about CG and I'm going to kind of do it now too, but it doesn't have the same weight as the models here. And I know that this is like so expensive and time consuming to do, but it really does just look so grounded. Is it (laughs) spaced? (laughs) Spaced? It looks, yeah, just so tangible in such a way that hasn't worked for me in like any movie since. It's just...
1: I, I actively thought that while we were watching it. The sense of scale that you get from the models, like mm. in less elegant directors' hands, it might be like, okay, we don't need to see like the little the shuttle flying into this yeah. point. But it really does give you a sense of like this is a building that is being worked on. Like yeah. it exists out. It's made out of parts. Like the, it feels tangible, and like pieces are there for a reason. Great absolutely. design. Great. Design. The
0: the opposite end of the spectrum of this is the movie Star Crash starring Christopher Plummer <laughs> where it is just like I get it you got models Yeah, do no anything exactly. Else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Star Crash. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about some of the things that I mentioned already that do get lost on us and I know that this mm. is like a little navel gazy but it's the 40th anniversary. So sure. When else are you going to do it?
1: Gaze some navels.
0: The main thing that I feel like even as a kid I but I wouldn't have connected to And I mean, maybe this is poor direction, maybe this is poor writing, who knows? The crux of this movie is supposed to be, from the beginning, you're like, oh, Luke is dark-sided. And you're going through the movie being like, will he find his way back, is kind of the idea of it.
1: Is what it was supposed to be?
0: Yeah, that's what, like, there's oh. a reason he's completely in black all the time. Right, right, right. He, the implication at the beginning when he walks in, he kills the two guards by choking them out.
1: It's very Vadery. Like, yeah. before you see his face, you do get the impression that, like, oh no, a bad guy is here. Yeah. Very dramatic entrance. And yeah, he
0: force chokes the shit out of some guys. He is hyper-aggressive the entire movie, which is supposed yeah. to be the dark side stuff. Mm-hmm. Which we now just take as, like, he's an action movie hero. Uh, yeah. But the whole purpose Uh. of him throwing away the lightsaber at the end is him being like, oh, I recognize how aggressive I am, and I'm stepping away. Got it. Absolutely lost on me now. It's just like, (laughs) there's Luke. He's being a good guy. Yeah. Hey, Luke's here. Yay. But when you think about like, oh, he fucking massacred uh, everybody at Jabba's place. Like, He's showing up to Jabba's place being like, I'm going to kill you if you don't let them go. Yeah. We know, even with the extra context of the prequels now, we know that's not a Jedi thing to do. That's a.
1: No, but how would he fucking know, right? Exactly, like, there, yeah. there is definitely that element of, like, oh, I guess Jedi is
0: just whatever Luke Skywalker feels like now because he's it. It's yeah. supposed to be. That's supposed to be the implication so much that when he eventually turns away from the dark side, his, like, little buttons come undone and you see white. Oh, right. Underneath, yeah. And that's supposed to be, like, he was good all along. Don't that's worry. what's within. Oh, wow. Okay. Um,.
1: Yeah, it's not, oh, a motorcycle is here. It's not really hammered home as much as I would, I, I don't know, yeah.
0: Yeah, true. I think that it, it's one of those things that at the time it would have been more, there is you much think? less good guys do violence and it's okay stuff going on. <laughs> do you think? Yeah, because I'm thinking about like the other violent movie, like the, th- the first couple things I go to were like Friedkin movies that are explicitly about, here's a guy doing violence, isn't he garbage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot more garbage people in movies of the seventies. Yeah. certainly. yeah. <laughs> so this is like
0: okay, Luke stepping through the garbage and coming out the other side. Like yeah. it was, they thought about it enough to the point that there is a there's a bunch of deleted scenes. Obviously, you're always gonna have deleted scenes, but there's a the opening is very different uh, as it was originally conceived. Was mm. you know, Vader arrives, he freaks out our Imperial toady, and then he goes to his little egg thing, yeah. little meditation chamber, and has a forced connection with Luke, and Luke refuses the connection, checks out his green lightsaber, it's all working, he puts it into R2, he records the message that we see eventually, Okay. and then R2 and 3PO go out to Jabba's place. Okay, sure. So they cut that, because they're like, oh, we have to leave out the lightsabers, because we need people to think he's evil. Okay. Uh, We need to leave out the idea that he's refusing Vader, because we need people to think he's evil. Oh. And this
1: all humanizes him too much. We exactly. can't have that. I see.
0: I see. And, you know, we need to oh. add the mystery to the plan. So sure. it was like a real cut for. to add mystique mm-hmm. and ambiguity around him. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But, like absolutely not picked up on anymore i don't know nope. <laughs> certainly not by me so
1: but i'm i'm a dumb guy so <laughs> that's fair that's so interesting it, it definitely like a lot of my notes that i took are like luke is very like he's fundamentally not good at like fighting mm. he just hacks and slashes yeah like he, and he is very on the on the barge especially he's very yeah his his style is very aggressive it's mm. like whatever the lightsaber equivalent of, like, spray and pray is, you know? <laughs> just swinging it around and seeing seeing what he hits. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, of course, the whole end scene with Vader. But, yeah, interesting. Oh, my goodness.
0: And so continuing on his his journey of this whole thing, <laughs> so there's the Yoda scene. hmm This movie feels, I, I, since a kid, feeling like this movie is real disjointed and weird. It just feels like a string of things happening as yeah. opposed to a full... And that's because the like the Yoda bit in the center, they they added it at the last second. Oh wow! Because Lucas was like trying to you know figure out the journey and all that, and he talked to a lot of child psychologists who told him no one thinks that Luke that uh, Luke Vader that Darth Vader <laughs> is Luke's father. Everyone assumes Vader is lying to him. Oh! If you're under ten, if you're under twelve years old, there's no way you're believing Vader. Period. It's just
1: why. Sorry. Why was he talking to child psychologists? Because about
0: this? Because this is. It was kind of like Empire was super dark, and so the studios even were like, You gotta ease it up. like off. Okay. So he's like, Okay, I'm making this movie for kids then. So this needs to be geared oh, toward a okay, kid's okay. viewpoint. <laughs> i mean, to talk to a child psychologist about the elements of good and evil and all this stuff. So, like, you okay. just consulted a lot to be like what's gonna work for kids what are they gonna recognize
1: that's clever okay. and that was
0: like the chief thing he heard from them was like no child believes vader's telling the truth
1: wow <laughs> how many how many kids in therapy are talking about empire strikes back all of them every child i
0: assume <laughs> uh the scariest man in the universe cut off a guy's hand yeah, yeah that's respect. yeah
1: <laughs> that i want to grow up to be yeah
0: i don't want to get my hand chopped off i keep having dreams of my hand being chopped
1: off oh no <laughs> uh, oh my god <laughs> I assume. Child psychologists of the 70s, please weigh in on this. I gotta (laughs) know. I gotta know. Hit us
0: up. Yeah. Yeah, so he was like, okay, who do they need to hear it from so that it's real? Is it Obi-Wan Kenobi? They're like, no, he isn't even gonna work. Because now people think that Obi-Wan Kenobi might be a liar. Right. So you have to hear it from the only guy that's been like, no bullshit. And that's Yoda. Yeah, okay. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna include Yoda then. But I don't want him to be like a mainstay, so we're gonna kill him off. Okay. That was like, we just need to remove him from contention going forward. Kinda. Sure, sure. Um, so that's the only reason Yoda, Yoda gets included, is to really hammer home, yes, it's true. And so right. that Obi-Wan Kenobi doesn't have to be like, yes, it's true, and also we have a sister. Right, okay, yeah, fair.
1: Well, I, you know what, I feel like Luke doesn't even, like, Luke doesn't believe Vader, yeah. right? He's like, I hope this isn't true. So he, is, he does need yeah. Luke being a giant child.
0: <laughs> but... The emotional intelligence of Yeah, I mean, all it's <laughs> And the the big, like, last-minute changes, uh, they cut out the character of Nelleth Skywalker, who was going to be the, that's the sister, who, there was supposed huh? to be, like, 12 movies, and the next trilogy was going to be about finding the hidden oh. Skywalker twin. Okay. And then they were like, then Lucas was like, everybody is obsessed with this love triangle about Leia, Han, and Luke. I am putting <laughs> it to an end.
1: I am putting my foot down about <laughs> <laughs> I love how much of George Lucas's decision-making process is just like, stop it. Stop being mean to my characters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: doing it my way.
1: Oh, what a champ. Yeah. Okay. The original
0: ending of this movie I like way more than the original the ending that we get. Because it's way darker. Give it to me. What Uh, is it? The original ending is that, like, Luke never sees Leia and Han again.
1: Oh, he he just fucks
0: off into the They said that he does a spaghetti western thing. He just, he becomes Obi-Wan. He goes to the, like, literally moves into Obi-Wan's house and is like, I am never leaving. Which, these guys are
1: not good at hiding. (laughs) Yeah. But he
0: does the, like, that is the only way that you can remain like free of sin basically like free of the dark of side is to disengage one completely from reality yeah which is like the reason i love it not the reason i love it i'm a big i love last jedi and that's yeah they took that idea and ran with it interesting um but that's like the original ending but they're like it's kind of a bummer to go out on <laughs>
1: Are you sure you want that? (laughs) That's so funny. So, really, in a way, like Force Awakens truly is just the (laughs) the actual intended thread. I feel like that's such a. Okay, here's my big, like reading way too much into the movie Hell yeah. is that which I feel like is the Star Wars thing of like there's so much potential for good storytelling there yeah. you have to do it on your own because often like <laughs> the direction <laughs> and the writing is not doing it for you nope. hence the whole extended universe and whatever but yeah I feel like Luke manages to kind of break that cycle with Vader mm. but he, now, that's it then he's like out of role models He's yeah. he has no direction to take he has to make it up on his own so he just goes for like oh And I won't hurt anybody else. Like I'll take the you know quote unquote easy way out and take the way out that's like I'll just suffer and remove myself from society and that way everything will be fixed instead of like continue the struggle and continue fighting, which I think Last Jedi does really well. Yeah, and that like that makes total sense to me. He doesn't have the fucking tools to then be like a productive member of society or whatever.
0: And Jedi stuff is all based on loosely based on Buddhist teachings and stuff, Mm. and that's what like life is suffering, you have to yeah. disengage from the worldly earth- earthly earthly attachments. You. That's and, yeah. how you a- attain enlightenment. Like, that's right. all there. So, like, there's a reason why it resonates well. It's just like, it's a thing yeah. that humanity's been dealing with for quite a long time.
1: Yeah, and he doesn't have the history of the Jedi, so he can't be like, oh, that doesn't work at all. Oh, I see. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) So I like that. Yeah, I think that's... So when he kind of ducks out of the Ewok party, is that meant to be like they don't go after him. He's just gone.
0: Not, he's not even there. Oh. He 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 um, gives Vader the cre- uh, crematory. He cremates. That's what I'm
1: <laughs> Gives him the old crematory. <laughs> right in the kisser.
0: <laughs> um,
1: Why did he burn him with all the plastic on? That's oh. so bad for the environment. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> not those to... people are worried about Endor Moon's ozone layer.
1: Listen, you're going to have a lot of Ewok p- puppies yeah. born with, like, disfigurements. A third ear. Yeah. In the little circle around that pyre.
0: I don't know why Ewok kittens sounds more right to me. Sure. Pups. Yeah,
1: Yeah. kittens. Kits. Kits. They probably have kits. All
0: right. They have Wicket. (laughs) Wicket. I didn't mean to go that high, but I'm sticking with it. Um, I like it. But yeah, he he cremates Vader and then is like, bye forever. And just leaves.
1: Yeah makes sense that's such a gorgeous shot of like it pans up from the flames Mm. kind of past luke into the the starry sky yeah i love that so much more than like seeing the force ghosts of the actors at the end you know it
0: is a real tacked on happy ending yeah i mean Um, yeah so (laughs) and here's where i'm gonna do just the the tiniest little like pat on the back self thing when the (laughs) sequel trilogy came around I was a real, like, I'm not interested. I got my original trilogy, and I love it forever. I don't need to revisit. And then South Force Awakens is like, oh, this is pretty cool, actually. And get to the ending, and Last Jedi's about to come out, and we sat down before we went to see it, and I said, the only way I will enjoy this movie is if these things happen to Luke. If he is a loner who hates oh, yeah. society. Yeah. If he is disengaged. Like, I I gave you the did. exact you character that. arc. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the only way I'm going to like it. And they did exactly what I wanted, yes. and I was like,
1: okay, it's great. All right, I like it. <laughs> You've got my vote.
0: You won me over, Ryan Johnson. Yeah,
1: yeah, it makes perfect sense. He has no path to follow. Like, he's, yeah. he's got no example to follow, no role model, no nothing. Yep. As far as he knows, there are no other Jedi. Yeah.
0: Yeah, good mythopoetic stuff. I love it so much. Indeed. Yeah. The last two things I wanted to talk about. With Jedi specifically, I just want to throw out some fun facts. Uh, what, one of my favorite things about this movie, like I said, it's already like spiraling out of control. Where it's like, <laughs> how are you creating this many universe questions at yeah. the stage? I think that this is pretty widely known. Harrison Ford was like, Han should be dead at the end of Empire. Yes. He should not come back after right. the Jedi. And then when Lucas was like, "No, you're coming back," uh, he's like, "Okay, as long as I get to die in this movie." Like Han's character arc is over. Kill right. him. Yeah. Uh, he, he he like has served pitched, his purpose. Yeah, he pitched all these things like he'll go down fighting for his friends, and like that's the end to his arc, and all that. And eventually, he goes on with Force Awakens. But uh, he was just so dissatisfied with what Han had to do in this movie. He hates this character so much. He does. It's great. <laughs> um, uh, I love it. I I didn't know this until recently. Mark Hamill nearly refused to film the movie because he hated the Luke-Leia sister-brother relationship so much. Really? Yeah, he thought it was the dumbest idea in the world. He was like, it makes absolutely no sense given what's come before. It doesn't make sense for either character. Like, he was just, like, railing against Lucas, just like, this is garbage. Alec Guinness was also, thought it was garbage, too. So you got this this scene. A lot of animosity. Yeah, two bros hanging out in a swamp, hating what they're doing. It's, uh, I find very funny.
1: Alec Guinness does this great, like, Luke complains about something and Alec Guinness just throws his hands up and is like, just gives this, like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, he's just, just like,
0: the emperor's already yeah. won. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I'm done. I don't care. I'm dead.
1: I, yeah. Why am I here? <laughs> oh my god.
0: And the last one, I this is another thing I didn't know until recently. And I, I subscribe to this now. James Earl Jones. Yes. Uh, last I saw was, like, he was doing press tours for... Or people were asking him about the prequel trilogy when it was coming out, because, you know, oh, sure. Vader. Yeah. And they're like, what do you think about how this paints uh, Return of the Jedi and the ending for Vader, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, do you think it, it invalidates Vader's return to the light, considering he, like, killed children and all that. And James Earl Jones was like, oh, people think that Vader returned to the light? And they're like, yeah, that's the the implication at the end, is that he, like, saves his son and Like, no, he's just mad at the Emperor.
1: This, I think, is right. Okay.
0: Yeah. He <laughs> yes. Literally, he doesn't give pull. a shit about anything. He's just like, you were going to kill me for this guy? Yeah. <laughs> I am so mad at you. Fuck
1: that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. No, Here, here is the thing that I, I, that validates me so much because this watch was like, Vader isn't, like, becoming a good guy again. He has no interest in that. He was never interested in being a good guy. You're just fucking with his family again. Yeah. That's what caused his turn in the first place. Like and the, like the guy can't lose he fucking hates
0: losing <laughs> so bad combination of that and uh you tried to control my life at the emperor yes yeah. yeah it's
1: this again it's like absolutely not i'm not you know i took orders from this guy because i could be powerful doing it and but now because he
0: told me my family was dead yes yeah. those two things alone are just like well i'm gonna kill your family which is you
1: <laughs> which is just you <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch more people apparently And they're oh all in a jar God.
0: somewhere yeah.
1: <laughs> all of the yous yeah oh my god that that's so validating because i was like i don't think Vaders. i I don't think we're getting a triumphant return so i thought you'd like that and i read that i was like
0: i believe that now too that's good
1: yeah (laughs) i've always believed it because the
0: only day i can it's the only way i can uh go from like war criminal bad to (laughs) actually he's all right because he's helped out one guy one time it's like war criminal bad it's still bad he just still
1: war criminal it's
0: it's a worst person in the world makes a good point Kind, yep. of, kind of thing exactly
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> broken clock etc yeah yeah if it had been any other person than luke he wouldn't have cared which i know is the is the crux of it but yep nice nice so
0: i'm glad i could bring that to you <laughs>
1: what do you think was everyone's reaction when james Jones was like absolutely not
0: well, What? I, <laughs> he was just like well no I'm, stupid <laughs> no he did the like well i'm the character so i'm right <laughs> <laughs> which uh, is why this him. is the overarching thing i have i personally have in star wars of like No matter what an actor says, it doesn't fucking matter because every they all contradict too much. You can't take one person's word over another. It doesn't work. I
1: don't think it's yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) But I do get to choose what I believe, and it's that Anakin evil forever.
1: (laughs) Yep, agree. Anakin just kind of a sucky guy. Yeah, that's and that's fine. There are more sucky guys than not. About a guy who sucks. Exactly. (laughs) Everyone in it. Yep.
0: You thought that you would get through Return of the Jedi episode without hearing about the soundtrack. Well, guess what? I'm going to... I'm an idiot. (laughs) Yeah, I got your ass.
1: Guess what, you stupid idiot?
0: (laughs) We're going to talk about the soundtrack just a little bit. I just want to highlight one little thing.
1: I think it would be crazy if we didn't. Yes. Now that I'm thinking about it. It's by
0: a little guy that you might have heard of named Johnny Williams. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, the famous jazz composer. Yeah, the famous jazz composer. yeah. Yeah. Jazz pianist turned composer for a couple movies. Dabbling. Uh, so obviously you got, he's the light motif stuff going on. You got everybody's themes happening. He gets into a nice rhythm with Return of the Jedi that he started with Empire, which was, oh, we'll use all the themes from before, but I'll get like two or three new themes and I'll start weaving those into everything. Okay. And so we're just building the tapestry out. So he doesn't have to do too much new work this time, which is nice. You get a lot of familiarity, (laughs) but it highlights all the new stuff in a nice way. Cause it's like, oh, we haven't heard this one thing before. And this includes possibly my favorite like individual track okay one of one of top, top five star wars tracks confirmed um <laughs> which is a theme that happens for i think 30 seconds total in the movie And was supposed to be much bigger and just didn't work didn't fit so yeah. it only pops up i think in two or three of the movies for maybe two minutes total running time and I love it. It's uh, Luke and Leia's theme. It's the twins' theme. Oh, okay. It only exists in, inti- in its entirety on the like soundtrack that you could buy. Okay. It's the only way you can really hear it, and it pops up in one scene. I'm just gonna play us a little bit here. This is when Luke is being like, uh, "The Force runs strong in my family," to Leia, saying, "My father has it. He's evil. I have it. Jury's evil? out. <laughs> uh, and my sister has it." Stare. Wink. At. So let's let's listen to that really briefly. Okay. My sister has it.
1: Yes. It's you, Leia. I know. Somehow... I've always known...
0: And then it just cuts out immediately. That's all you get of the theme. Oh, okay. And it's just this little, little sweet thing that cool. I... It does the perfect... I'm going to get into my pattern bullshit whenever I talk about soundtracks is that we're all... Our brains are pattern recognition machines. That's true. And I love this theme both because it's very pretty and nice. Uh, but also because it's built out of two themes. Okay. I'll play it back for us in a little bit with just the music on its own so we can hear a little bit better. Okay. But it's got this bomb, 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 bah. That's the kind of outline. Yeah. The first four notes are the same first four notes, but very slowed down of the main Star Wars theme, which at this point is Luke Skywalker's theme. Oh, right. Yeah. So just this is the fast version. This is like in the theme yes. here. So it's those oh, three notes just so slow, yeah, uh, right. which I think is a neat way to make it unrecognizable,
1: almost. Yep, I wouldn't have clocked that at all.
0: But it's the same intervals, if you know music, that it's yeah. just a few perfect intervals uh, and then a step down. But what about the second theme, you ask? Uh, the outline of that phrase, bum, 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 bah, bah, the between the first note and the last note, is a major sixth for sure. those in the know. And the reason this is familiar is because if we go two movies ago, we have Princess Leia's theme that starts with a major sixth, oh. and it has the same general shape as Leia's theme. So right. the idea of it is we're combining those two themes to make an, a new phrase out of it. So here's here's the actual fully Luke and Leia theme complete. on the major six between the two at the end of each phrase just to really hammer it home like it's not a mistake I know what I'm doing yeah. John <laughs> Williams says to you through music
1: um, nice oh man I feel like it's wonderful that Luke had his arc there's so much potential for <laughs> Leia to meet, be the main character of this fucking trilogy and yeah it's, I just, know. Uh, it's not a waste exactly but it feels like an unexplored opportunity should've, yeah, yeah. should have gone for it
0: so the other pl- that theme only pops up there in that scene that I played before I think it's in episode 3 Revenge of the Sith I think it pops up oh. after the twins are born I, I think sure oh, but the other place that I absolutely love to bring back Last Jedi again when uh, Luke shows up with Leia at the end and gives her a little mm. spooch on the forehead it just plays that theme once and then fades out oh. and it's just like it catches catches me in my throat every time. are you But to wrap up soundtrack talk, I was hoping that you would tell me, well, let's not get into ranking the movies. That's boring. (laughs) It's hack. It's done a million times. I want to do the leveled up version of rank the soundtracks for me. What's your favorite, Mm. least favorite to favorite soundtracks? And I mean, I got the whole list ready for me. Yeah. But feel free to just do original trilogy. I know I know these better than you.
1: No, no. Can I do something slightly... Like, can I rank my favorite, like, my standout soundtrack moment from each of them? Oh, yeah. Because I, I, you've played a lot of the soundtrack shows where you do the the movie plays and you play it with orchestra. Yeah. I have not, I do not know them nearly as well as you, so, yeah, can I do, like, a, like, a highlight? The the sizzle reel? (laughs) Yeah. Am I using that right? Let's say yes. Okay. am I'm, <laughs> I'm sizzling over here. <laughs> I would... Hey, I got to be a little freak just for a second. <laughs>
0: That's nice. That's the dream for all of us.
1: A little freak us all. <laughs> okay. Um. Obviously, Phantom Menace has got to be the duel. Duel yep. of the Fates. Duel of the Fates, yep. Fucking classic. He went off. As he sure did. Say. Like, he that was something right I
0: remember just even being, like, on the radio just yeah. Uh, yeah I know. A, like, and <laughs> top of the billboard charts is John Williams Duel of Fates.
1: <laughs> <laughs> People crashing their cars everywhere. <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's a banger. Um I feel like they don't use choir that much. This is a real it I, had a different flavor oh, from the other soundtracks. You this know? is my
0: insane soundtrack headcanon thing. I told you this years ago, I feel like. Okay. So uh, prepare to be surprised at how obsessively I think about the soundtracks. <laughs> Not
1: surprising. The prequel
0: trilogy uses a lot of choir. Original okay. trilogy, no choir. And uh, sequel trilogy, choir becomes more prevalent as you get toward the end of episode nine. Okay. So in my mind... This is, this is some I'm ready for wacko it wacko shit in my mind <laughs> choir is the equivalent of this is the force this is like the representation of human uh... well, I was gonna say humanity life's connection with the sure. force and it gets killed off at the end of episode 3 oh, it's absent entirely 4 to 6 that's the dark times and then 7 through 9 it starts to come back and starts to return
1: okay I'll allow it
0: Sorry to cut you off in your <laughs> reg thing, but I just uh...
1: <laughs> no. It's good. I don't have a lot of uh, facts to go with my <laughs> my feelings here, so. Uh, episode 2 the love theme of course. so good yep. genuinely just so like so compelling some of the richest stuff ever ever done on a soundtrack yeah Um, and it does and I feel like it's a real it's a you know <laughs> load bearing oh piece God, of yeah. like the relationship <laughs> it's like you gotta you gotta twist that emotional knife just because... like I don't
0: understand this relationship at all <laughs> and then the music kicks in and you're like oh I oh, okay, understand what okay. this okay. supposed to be feeling right. sure. yeah
1: exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, the Mustafar stuff doesn't really It doesn't really click for me mm. I understand that's like a powerful moment But the, you know, Order 66 um, yeah. Scenes, that soundtrack Especially Anakin at the Temple mm-hmm. It's very good
0: Some good stuff in there
1: Yeah um, New Hope oh.
0: It's tough because it's the originator of all the themes and stuff It's just kind of like, there it is
1: <laughs> I think, uh, I'm going to go with Binary Sons Because I. When oh, of course. Luke is like looking out at the It's It's such a I feel like without that sense of loneliness and of like, he has hope and dreams, but like nowhere, what a tragedy, you know, nothing, nowhere to put them. (laughs) The rest of it kind of doesn't work.
0: That is 30 seconds of like pure
1: interior character. Yeah,
0: which you don't get often in these movies. So having that ground the (laughs) whole saga is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Empire. Empire. I actually don't know about Empire.
0: Empire is where we get like Yoda's theme, and the Imperial March comes from Empire. Yeah. Um,
1: I guess it's got to be Imperial March, right? Because yeah, I, so. mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of it is just such a dark. when I'm trying to. I'm, I feel like there's no real nothing that's jumping to mind again. I don't know it very well, but the the parts that like where the music grounds the emotional, like you remember the scene vividly because of the music.
0: I've got a few of those, but I I do know okay. what you mean. Yeah. It's because I feel like. That's the soundtrack that he repeats his themes the most, mm. so it kind of dilutes them. Yeah, maybe it's yeah. that.
1: I mean, Imperial March is still, like, obviously, it's it's, good. It, uh, it's a classic. Yeah, and uh, Jedi. Jedi, I do feel like the the twins theme is lovely. It's a mm-hmm. good one. And it's, it's just hard to take that scene too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> the writing is very clunky, mm-hmm. but... Honestly, I really like the there's like a little bit of choir, right? Um in In the Vader Luke fight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Emperor's theme stuff. The boo where it's all these like the lowest possible man voices.
0: It's real spooky stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. That's mine. Nice. Yeah. And then the yeah, the sequel trilogy I don't know as well. Ray's theme is so good. I Mm. think that whole like her scavenging her, her scavenging like
0: another beautiful like interiority moment yes that's grounded totally. by the music yeah and you're yeah. just
1: like got it i get the character you know what i mean yes yeah. last jedi hard to say yeah. uh i think when the the tree is burning that's oh a, yeah that's a lovely moment
0: yeah him and yoda on a log yeah like
1: a <laughs> just a frog on a log <laughs> Just a, like, wonderful moment of peace in, you know, in a movie mm. that doesn't have a lot of it for, for anyone. Um, yeah. And then I I couldn't even tell you.
0: A single thing. I it. don't
1: even remember the la- what's the last one's name? Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, Rise of Skywalker. It just, it just slid off of my brain. I don't ha- I, there's nothing. There's just a, a hole in my brain where that movie should have gone. That's fair. Yep. So, um, my apologies. <laughs> uh, it's no worries. Uh,
0: I like all those. That coincides yeah. a lot with uh, the things I like about the soundtracks. Yeah, I'm going to give you, you uh, my like least favorite to favorites. Yeah, rank them. Uh, so, at the bottom is episode two, uh, despite that love theme. Like, that love theme is great, but I literally... no No other redeeming qualities nothing to dislike most of the rest of the soundtrack (laughs) Um, followed up by episode 9 Mr. Skywalkies the only thing that I like about it is that we get a nice there's a nice juxtaposition counterpoint style of um, Ray's theme and Kylo Ren's theme oh sure and we get Kylo Ren's theme in major which is pretty cool like there's some good use of themes and there's some new themes in there that I don't I kind of again nothing
1: I do really like the Kylo Ren theme That's that's a great addition
0: yeah uh, followed by, this might seem low, but it's, I do love all of these, uh, just in varying degrees. Those bottom two are just kind of like, eh, eh, but the rest of these I love.
1: They're all gold stars. Uh,
0: now is where Return of the Jedi comes, um, huh? because but... I have it perfectly balanced in my mind. Emperor's music is fantastic. I love Luke and Leia's theme. And the rest is just like, oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's similar, it feels as chaotic as the rest of the movie where it's just like. You got nothing yeah, to it's... latch on really. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just following the things that are happening. Yeah. yeah. Is that the um, stupidest way to describe a soundtrack? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know I think it's because I mean.
0: John Williams' stuff is usually so emotive and leads a lot of things. Yes,
1: yeah, and it feels like it's following. Here. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, then you got episode one, just for Duel of the Fates, just gotta rock out to that. Yeah. Uh, it also breaks the mold of what a Star Trek or er, Star Trek. Uh-oh! Uh-oh, I Whee! will be murdered Whee! in the street. <laughs> uh, it breaks the mold of what a Star Wars soundtrack sounds like. Uh, very different sounding than all the other ones in yeah. my mind. Uh, then you got episode three is in the middle somewhere. I do like the Mustafar stuff. That's fine. But I really similarly like the Order 66 yeah. stuff. And I there's um, the music that happens while Anakin is roasting and getting <laughs> vader up. Um, that is just like so deeply dark out of a place that previously mm-hmm. didn't really exist and it was only hinted at. Right, okay. I just think it's a really nicely done transition. It also has my favorite transition out of the opening crawl into uh, other music. It's got oh. these great war drums and stuff. It's oh. Fun. Then you got uh, original Star Wars fits in here for me. Uh, it is. It's got the problem of it had to originate so much stuff that it's yeah. now kind of like not impactful.
1: Yeah, it's, it's everywhere.
0: Except Binary Sunsets it stands out and. Just the Battle of Yavin, it's like a little orchestral Mm. suite that's like 14 minutes of uninterrupted music. It is some of the most stressful music ever. (laughs) There is the Luke, uh, Uh. Vader closing in on Luke um, in their little starships. Yeah. uh, That has uh, some muted trumpet that is so hair raisingly upsetting. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I can't listen to it without feeling, like, anxious and on edge.
1: Getting goosebumps.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Then I got uh, Last Jedi is my number three. Does some great development of the stuff that gets established in episode seven. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I just absolutely love Luke and Leia theme coming back. Just hits me so hard. And all the music of Luke confronting Kylo Ren is Mm. unlike everything else. It's so overdramatic, and I love it. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Then episode seven, purely because Ray's theme is so good. It's like if yeah. I had to pick an individual piece by John Williams that is my favorite to just listen to as a piece of music, it's yeah. probably that. Yep, yeah, fair. Yeah. It's nice. just such a pretty little thing.
1: Two real bangers, like yeah, the Kylo theme and the Ray theme. Yeah. And like not often I mean, he's this is him as a as an <laughs> artist, but like you can just pull those from your brain instantly. You don't yeah. even have to think about it. Like even the not just the tune, but all of the orchestration.
0: Yeah. And orchestration. Glad you mentioned that because my favorite is *Empire*. Okay, *Imperial March* is fine. It gets overplayed in the music in the movie. I oh, think
1: spicy take,
0: um, but it's good. But the reason I love it is uh, there's two points. Yoda's theme I think is what another one of those just like mm. the most gorgeous orchestral movie music there is um but him lifting the x-wing out of the swamp that is, is yeah such a fantastic moment
1: yeah now that i think of it i'm like ah oh, that is it's, that is the perfect like it just makes you feel the feeling of like holy shit a door, like a whole world just opened up of and it's an i didn't that comes know comes like an
0: hour in yeah. where that first hour is just loss after loss after loss after loss and then you have this like literally rising up out of a disgusting swamp is future (laughs) the disgusting swamp of your life (laughs) yeah luke skywalker (laughs) and all of the stuff it's very it's not very sparse and it's very melodramatic but i just love the orchestration of everything in the luke and vader confrontation Mm -hmm. when i say imperial march overused it's used so effectively in there
1: i feel like the confrontation is really sparse of music it is yeah yeah
0: but it's kind of like it builds really well and then mm. drops away and then builds really well and drops away really sure like that. great stuff. Yeah. so that's uh, my little soundtrack wrap up applause uh, I want to take us to one segment for today
1: ooh a so, segment
0: yeah so after Return of the Jedi it was 16 years until we got Phantom Menace so right. nice long time in the intervening time we got countless books and role playing games and video games to fill the void, and it became known as the Expanded Universe, right. the, the EU, uh, <laughs> Lucas officially did not give a shit about them. Uh, he wrote down one rule that, that couldn't be broken, which was that Luke, Leia, and Han were not allowed to die. That's the only thing. All right. Boring, but okay. Uh, <laughs>
1: Somewhere, Harrison Ford screams in yeah. <laughs> It's
0: as God though they were you. frozen in a narrative carbonite. But dorkiest Uh, thing there's said. yep Um, that's um
1: pulling that quote so
0: i'm one of the star wars fans who was very happy to see disney shunt that all to the side and put it into its own little side thing called legends legends universe okay uh i have no idea if that's a popular or unpopular opinion but that's how i feel um (laughs) some of the stories were great and fun and they're being mined for stuff that's going on now sure just fine i don't really care about that uh that's like thrawn was invented and all that and I love Thrawn. Yeah, Thrawn's great. Yeah. So, like, he's one of the good, the good things to come out of this. Yeah. Uh, but there's some stuff that ain't so good. Uh oh. So, with that in mind, it's time for another edition of Graboid Onto These Facts.
1: <laughs> hey, the Graboid thing is back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the segment where I quiz Aaron on the fringe franchise trivia of the movie that we watched today. And today we're diving into the massive vacuum left by Return of the Jedi. So, question one following return of the jedi were the ewok movies oh did you ever see the ewok movies no no i did not nope this is an easy one to warm us up uh <laughs> these expanded on wicket he was the main character he's warwick davis obviously return the jedi. Yeah. uh built out the ewoks universe yeah. the first movie was caravan of courage followed <laughs> by battle for endor they're right. just like cute little kid are they cartoons movies. No, no they're, they're oh, okay Live yeah. action. So we reused all those uh, Ewok costumes. God, I bet. Yeah. Uh, they did the Planet of the Apes things, I think, by the second one, where they're like, well, these aren't really holding up good anymore. Just put on a rubber mask. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you're wearing a mask, please stay in the back of the shot yes. so you're not as obvious. Yeah.
0: Which of the following actors did not appear in any of the Ewok movies?
1: Okay.
0: Wilfred Brimley.
1: Already insane. walrus mustache.
0: Yep. Burl Ives. The guy who is in the snowman in the stop motion, um, right? Yeah, Ralph Ensor's right here. Paul Gleason, who played uh, you—you would know his face. He was the principal in the Breakfast Club. Um, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, uh, or Isabella Rossellini. Three of these what people do do were in me, Ewok movies. <laughs> One was not.
1: Oh my god. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and if you if I these questions for for potentially new viewers listeners. No, you can be looking at whatever. Um, <laughs> I mostly choose these questions because I think it's funny to make Aaron picture these things. <laughs>
1: yeah. You're making me go through a hell of your making. Yeah. Um, where Isabella Rossellini was in an Ewoks movie. <laughs> she would be really funny. Um, yep. I've just got hell. the
0: 30 Ruck, my big beef and cheddar line running through my Damn head.
1: Johnny. <laughs> um Johnny. I... Ah. I want to say Wilford Brimley. Mm, do I want to say that? I feel like Burlives is a good fit for the Ewoks movie. I'm going to say Wilford Brimley. That you think Wilford Brimley was, was not Was not, and everybody else was. Incorrect. Ah! I'm so
0: sorry. It was Isabella Rossellini. She oh, was not in okay. any of these.
1: I figure maybe since David Lynch was, like, tapped to direct.
0: That's why I put her in there. Oh, also, I thought it was schemer. very funny to picture <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you wanted me to hear her say i love my big beef and cheddar yeah. in my head yeah
0: but she wouldn't be out of place right
1: <laughs> no i mean that's the thing like i, I can kind of see it
0: uh, yeah she has her dignity she does yeah <laughs> and her big beef and cheddar <laughs> moving on from isabella rossellini and david lynch all right uh as i mentioned han leia and luke were safely enclosed in plot armor for the eu sure but famously chewbacca was killed
1: Oh fuck me. Okay. Oh,
0: no. In the book The New Jedi Order, colon, Victor Prime. Victor Prime. How right. do you think he died? Ooh. I have, it's always been a story. Oh yeah, you're right, story. sorry, sir, sorry. But if you want to say how you think he died, I'll accept it. <laughs> do you want me to just picture write an Chewbacca
1: <laughs> dying in a various number of ways? No, please give me your give. Yeah.
0: Did he a die while attempting to free slaves on his home planet of Kashyyyk when he was slain by the treacherous Wookiee Weebacca?
1: Is he a smaller Chewbacca?
0: <laughs> I will not be taking questions at this time. <laughs> okay. B. Did he die during the evacuation of the planet Cernpedal? <laughs> sure. Chewbacca gave his life to save Han Solo's son, and as a result, is crushed by the moon.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> C. An evil dark Jedi clone turned Chewbacca's son, lump a rump to the dark side, and Chewie dies of a broken heart. <laughs> oh. Or, D, 12 years after Return of the Jedi, Chewie discovers that the Emperor is actually alive and was successful in turning Luke to the dark side after all. He attempts to save Luke, but is mercilessly beheaded. Oh, Christ. Which of those is the real way in which he died? (laughs) There's can only you? one way you can kill a Chewbacca, and it's this. <laughs> it's
1: one of these things. Can you pronounce his son's name again for me?
0: Lump no idea. No? <laughs> no? So, Alright, ahead. Lump o No, rump.
1: Lump rump.
0: Lump Nope, can't do it fast. <laughs> Why don't I keep trying?
1: I don't know. Try to owe it. It's a real gold mine for me. Lump I wish it was the moon one, because <laughs> I feel like that's the only way you're actually gonna kill Chewbacca. Throw a moon at him. Yeah. But it seems more in character for him to try to be freeing slaves on his home mm. planet. And then he... Wait, are the slaves on his home planet? Yeah, it's like Wookiee
0: slaves on Kashyyyk. Oh,
1: shit. Okay. Yeah. Does the Wookiee society have slaves?
0: No, this is like the Empire kept Wookie oh, got slaves. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. And he's... A, this is like, oh, we're freeing people after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Then that's what I'm gonna choose. You're gonna go with
0: that? You're going with the treacherous Wookiee Weebaka?
1: Yes, I'm going, please tell me about Weebaka. Please Weebaka let that be real. Weebaka
0: is real. But he did not kill Chewbacca.
1: Ah, all right, fine. So
0: all of these happened in some way, okay. but only one of them actually killed Chewbacca. Uh, okay. So he does get betrayed by the treacherous Wookiee Weebaka. of
1: course,
0: um, who I do think is a smaller Chewbacca. Oh
1: my god! Uh, Un-
0: he is unrelated to Chewbacca, though. George Lucas. Uh,
1: Influence everywhere. The
0: only one that's purely made up, uh, an evil dark Jedi clone doesn't chew, turn to Chewbacca's son L- Lumpobo Rump. <laughs> God damn, that's a hard sentence to say. <laughs> um, Lumpobo Rump is his son. <laughs> okay. But he's unaffected by. I ways figure of the
1: you course. wouldn't make up a word you can't say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twelve years after Return of the Jedi, the Emperor is still alive and does turn Luke to the dark side. Oh, and okay. Luke becomes like a mass murderer. Neat. Um, yeah, neat. This uh, but weird. he never confronts Luke about it. Chewie and Luke don't have oh, that kind okay. of rapport. Uh, he is crushed by the moon.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so validating. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, I, I guessed wrong, but I'm glad. I I'm glad that's the one. The
0: way I remember hearing this was that Lucas was like, "No, you can't sh- kill Chewbacca," and then they gave him the the plot synopsis. Like, Ooh, that's actually pretty good. That's a pretty good. <laughs> <one>. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'll love
0: it. Okay. Nice. Question the third. Why
1: did he not what? include Chewie in, like, these three can't die? Fuck Chewie, he's on his own. I think
0: he was included, but it got pitched to him, what no. if Chewie died? And and it's a, like, oh, now Han Solo has some stuff to go through. Got it. Because that was the way that the old expanded universe had to go. Like, we gotta make up new stakes for these people because yes. <laughs> they are frozen in time otherwise. Yeah.
1: Okay, hold on. Um, question three.
0: Question the third. Cloning. Everyone's talking about it. You can't swing a <laughs> lightsaber in this goddamn universe without hitting hit a clone. <laughs> So, cloning is huge in the Legends canon. Oh, I bet. Which of these clones is not real? Which of these did I make up? Okay. I've got five for you, so batten down your hatches.
1: Okay, (laughs) once I find my hatches, I will.
0: A. Triclops, the, quote, son, unquote, of the Emperor, was actually revealed to be a mutated and failed clone of the Emperor. Okay. He was so named because he has an eye. Literally in the back of his head. Oh, God. Not a, not a phrase. Not he a metaphor. He's got one in there buried under his hair. Okay. B, Luke Skywalker. That's L, W, U. Not a W. Two U's. I understand. <laughs> Skywalker, who's an evil Luke clone, who is uh, cloned from the severed hand. Of,
1: oh, of, uh, sure, sure, his... sure. Okay.
0: Third, we've got Triculos. Triculos. <laughs> Triculus. Sounds like a cloud type. Um, the yeah. self-proclaimed son of Palpatine. Uh, he usurps the role of uh, Palpatine's other son, Triclops. Uh, Triculus <laughs> is so named because he has a third eye on his forehead. O- okay.
1: <laughs> Sensing a theme with these weird-ass clones.
0: Fourth, we've got Joris Kabauth, who is an insane dark Jedi clone of the Jedi ma- Master Joris Kabauth. Okay. The Jedi Master is Joris with one U, the insane clone is Joris with two U's.
1: They love doing this, alright. Or uh, you he, love doing
0: this. He was created at some point and then stuck in a warehouse by Palpatine until Grand Admiral Thrawn finds him and lets him loose. Okay. Or is the fake clone the fifth one Booba Fett, clone of Boba Fett, it's two two O's. Created by Thrawn as like a foot soldier and just military general type. Okay. So one of those is fake. Four of those are real. And P- this is why I'm like, thank God they got away. Wait- they <laughs> removed this shit. Because this sucks. If, if
1: even one of these is real, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> Four of these are real, one is not.
0: So you got Triclops, you got Luke, you got tr- Triculus, you got Jorus, or you got Booba.
1: I refuse to believe. I refuse to believe <laughs> that... I know George Lucas didn't give a fuck about this, but I refuse to believe that anyone published a book with a character named Booba in it, (laughs) Booba Fett. I can't, I can't, that can't be the real one. Please let that be the fake one. (laughs)
0: Uh Uh-oh, we're zero for three so far. Oh my god! Booba Fett is real, and he can hurt you. (laughs)
1: Me emotionally right now. This is a fun trick oh. question
0: because all of these are real characters in, the, in everything. Okay. Triclops, Triculus, Luke, Jarus, and Booba are all in there, but Triculus isn't actually a clone. He's an imposter that just pretended to be a clone oh, okay. to try and usurp the empire.
1: Because he just had a third eye and he was like, I can do something with this.
0: Yep, he's just a fucked up mutant.
1: All right. <sighs> Why would, Why are they naming them like this? This is the stupidest this is, naming convention this is, in
0: the yeah, you love Thrawn, but this is Thrawn's naming convention. He oh. gave them all double vowels. That's how you tell them apart,
1: question mark? This is the brain of a man who has to sort files in a drive. <laughs> That's exactly Not a man. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, Thrawn. All and right. last question. Knowing what we know now about Legends canon... Which of these dumb bullshit things is actually a dumb bullshit thing and not a real thing? Not a
1: real dumb bullshit thing.
0: (laughs) Is, so which of these is false? R5D4, the red droid who famously burns out at the beginning of uh, A New Hope that Luke will select R2. He's revealed to be named Skippy and has force visions that tell him the future. What the fuck? Or is B false? Jackson, one of the Lepi people. He's a green space rabbit. Get it, Lepi, like Lepus? No, I get him. Uh, he loves space carrots, Wisecracking, and can use his powerful hindquarters to travel through time. Oh. C, Luke falls in love with a spaceship that houses the mind of a dead Jedi. Or D, on Endor lives Soro, the sentient mountain with a face who cries, and when his tears get on you, they heal all wounds. Oh. Three of those are real. One of those is fake. Which one is fake, Erin? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's just been getting more and more sad as we go along. I'm just
1: grasping my head tighter and tighter, <laughs> trying to keep all this bullshit out of it.
0: <laughs> you can't make me learn about the Vulgens. I will
1: not learn about this. Ooh, run, oh, run them by me again. We got we got Mountain Who Cries. We got... Fuck Spaceship. The <laughs> uh, Rabbit Time Traveler
0: and uh, Skippy the Red Droid. Skippy, who can see through time,
1: <laughs> who knows all your sins. <clears throat> Oh, boy.
0: I know this is going to be a stab in the dark. Which one do you think is the most ridiculous?
1: I mean, (laughs) the rabbit, I guess. Is it the rabbit?
0: You got one. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson is real. (sighs) He is one of the leppy people. He's a green space rabbit. He loves eating space carrots. He loves wisecracking, but he cannot travel through time.
1: (laughs) I figured he'd need more than just powerful
0: hindquarters. Uh, oh. So the reveal here is that uh, years after the Return of the Jedi, we find out that R5-D4 has named himself Skippy, and he saw through the Force what would happen if he was t- brought home by Luke, so he- Oh, like
1: if they if he didn't hook up with R2? Yeah. We, oh my god. <laughs> so he like killed himself? To, Basically. Oh my god. But no- Why he, does look, he have Force visions?
0: He's Because he's Skippy the robot.
1: I'm- <laughs> Not an answer. Nope.
0: Uh, Luke does fall in love with a space trip. Yeah. That happens. That seems like Luke. And uh, Sorrow is from, there's an Evox comic.
1: This sounds very much like a, you know, crunchy granola, like, we're forest people. Yeah. (laughs) And the mountain cries tears.
0: And that's all I've got for you on Return of the Jedi.
1: What a rich tapestry. (laughs) It is absolutely insane. Like, I love how straightforwardly, George Lucas was like, I'm going to consult child psychologists about how to best market this movie to children and and make it for them. Yep. And we have spawned a media empire off of it, apparently. Yep. Incredible stuff.
0: Fantastic stuff. And how different it could have been. You kill a Han Solo. You make Luke disappear into the wilderness forever.
1: Yeah. There's so much storytelling to be had there. Yes. Not by the people sometimes who are telling the stories, (laughs) but... make him
0: fuck a spaceship.
1: (laughs) Not everybody should have a computer. That's all I am saying. (laughs) Not everybody needs to learn to write.
0: (laughs) And now we all want to see Isabella Rossellini in a Star Wars movie. Oh my god,
1: yes, I do. Like, specifically an Ewok movie. (laughs) I feel like she'd be good... What about her Her character from Death Becomes Her?
0: That's kind of what I'm picturing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Some kind of like Force wise Witch. space. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. We you can, can still it. do it. Yep. We can still do it.
0: Force Witches are canon, so. Yep.
1: Just saying. Yep. Oh, goddamn. Yeah, see, there you go. See, anybody has.
0: Yeah, there there are some good ideas. So. <laughs> I can see you writing yourself in there. Uh, I would love, if you have anything else about Return of the Jedi you'd like to get off your chest, so I'd love to hear it. Otherwise, I'd love to hear your final thoughts on this movie before we go into Double it.
1: No, I just—it's really so funny. Like I, I love that Luke was or Luke Mark Hamill was really mad about the twins thing because I think it's such a great. Like if we hadn't gone, you're the Emperor's granddaughter at the last minute. <laughs> the idea that you have these two kids that, like, were placed in d- different circumstances and one grows up to be, like, incredibly competent and develops good values and, mm. and all of this and one is, like, just a desert kid and, you know, but they both are good people yeah. and can can get there if they're given support. It's it's such an interesting aspect of it that I, I don't know that we ever explored or, or, like, certainly not on the surface of it.
0: Yeah, um, I feel like a lot of the now the like books and comics coming out now get into it a lot
1: yeah maybe the kenobi series tried i i honestly don't Mm. remember a lot about (laughs) what that series ended up doing but like yeah just such a an interesting like look what you can do for kids if you support them and like i feel like that is a great message for a kid's movie
0: oh yeah you know
1: could really lean into that and like there's scary shit out there and you shouldn't not look at that in in the face but Hmm. you know just because it's a kids movie but it's it's good to see people work through stuff
0: yeah like you literally have to confront evil and yeah
1: and like a parent which is the scariest thing in the world as a kid you know
0: yeah that's true
1: that's crazy like i get that being like i don't believe him because that i can't handle that (laughs) that that having to like you know confront and like go against a parent Yeah. yeah yeah sweet i like, think it's a, a perfect kids movie <laughs> it's yeah, gonna it be really my final is. word on it apparently it's it's
0: the i feel like first like episode four episode six perfect kids movies yeah it's
1: great
0: 100% you watch yeah. episode five to scare him a little
1: yeah <laughs> a little, i don't the rancor is like peak nightmare shit
0: uh, so an old man shooting lightning at you would like conceptually very frightening yes child. Right.
1: <laughs> and his weird face <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. What
0: about you? Well, for me, uh, this has always been, I mentioned off the top, like, the throne room stuff is the movie to me. Yeah. To the point of, like, we watched it the other day, and was like, oh, I thought I remembered two-thirds of this movie being in the throne <laughs> Like, no, it's just the last act. Yeah. Um, But it's the perfect version of a good versus evil movie to me because they actually, like, managed to make it feel tempting. Like, they managed to make evil yeah. feel tempting to me, which is any other thing that does this. It's a real, like... Do you want to save the world or do you want to have a little bit of money? Like, (laughs) that's kind of like the most stakes we get. But this is a, like, everything I do keeps getting a little bit more, more evil. All of my instincts go towards evil. What is wrong with me? Like, yeah, that's... but it's
1: very tempting to be like, oh, I I can't be that bad a person, so my instincts must not be wrong. This is the crux of like everything that's ever gone wrong in human history. Yeah. Like, well, I'm smart and good, so whatever I want to do must be right.
0: And the emperor is there being like, oh, your instincts are right. You should just grab your sword and chop my head off. And I'm just an old like,
1: man. I'm evil. You should kill me, yeah. and it will help your friends. I'm like hard hard to argue. I do think Luke should, should have killed him. You tried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he was right to do it.
0: And, like, the, the yeah, the temptation of that is, like, here's the old frail man sitting in a chair being like, I'm killing all your friends. Are you going to do anything about it? Yeah. And everyone you know, including people returning from the grave, to be like, you have to kill this old man. Yeah. And he's like, but it's pretty evil, guys. <laughs> i think they're right
1: oh, yeah no, yeah. It's, you have to be a little bit better than than your parents i yeah. suppose is the yeah idea <laughs> actually here, yeah that's you kinda... know yoda and obi-wan stand-ins for parents but yep
0: that's that's kind of yeah yeah the thesis being it's a trap kind of <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i don't know if i ever told you this this was like the reason i the first time i saw this movie this was the first star wars movie i saw any of oh because at my i grew up in a church Sure. Well, I had like a home. And then we went to church on Sundays. <laughs> like, does this sound right? You're really good at storytelling. <laughs> I'm also as good as a certain George Lucas We right now.
1: Was your name Darth Crumbo? <laughs>
0: um, anyway. Anyway. Sunday school, we watched some of these throne room scenes. And it was what? because the person running, running Sunday school was like, Check out how insidious evil is. Uh. (laughs) It will make you think that the... It will make you justify the things that you want to do out of a selfish want to do them, even though you know they're bad. Right. Like this is the emperor is the little devil on your shoulder basically is what it was so like a little freak yeah yeah so i was that's the first bit of star wars i ever saw
1: heavily moralized i love that for you (laughs) yeah
0: but it does feel like the most fairy tale-ish kind of of all of them in my mind yeah like yeah the rest is like a rollicking sci-fi adventure and then we have this like high fantasy bullshit happening in a tower in space (laughs) in a throne room yeah Yeah, basically yeah yeah so like It will always be the Temptation of Evil Morality Play movie to me. And also there's Ewoks, which, for the record, (laughs) I do think are fun and cool. They're good. I like them. So that's where I come at with this movie. That's great. So uh, now is the time to double bill it. And I would love to hear what you're doing with this one.
1: Well, I'm doing another movie. I'm hiding behind the mic. I don't know why. (laughs) I'm going to do another movie where it's about breaking from your parents but not in the easy way out thing of like I disown you forever and because you're bad that makes me good mm. I'm gonna do it about a child realizing that their parent is they're just not uh, compatible as mm. people and being like okay well I can't just they're still my parent and hmm. I want to be the kind of person that they didn't raise me to be but that that still accepts someone even though they have the potential to hurt me and sometimes do so you know thoughtlessly or very much on purpose <laughs> and uh and see me as kind of disposable and I'm I'm not and I know that and that little seed of like self-worth is uh is how I want to be as a person so like breaking from the child that they thought you were mm. and becoming the person that uh, that you are So a lot of reading into Return of the Jedi.
0: (laughs) That's what this podcast is all about. Star
1: Wars Episode Six. Yeah, true. But I'm going to pair this with, uh, you know, you could argue that this is the fun pew pew action sci-fi, you know, kind of trashy part uh of my double bill but i'm gonna pair it with lady bird from that's what i thought when you're describing (laughs) it yeah that's excellent (laughs) because that's such like yeah the movie is so coherent as that um yeah so lady bird is uh directed by greta gerwig starring saoirse ronan yeah and um i know her name and i can see her face the mom yes i forget let me look it up but basically those are the two kind of main characters this story revolves around and it's a teenager who's about to graduate from high school and is looking to break out of the nest and her mom has certain she has trouble breaking out of what she thinks she should be as a mom and as a a member of her family and and Ladybird, the daughter Mm -hmm. um does not want that to be the case but like still you know that's not what she wants for herself but she still loves her mother and like how to balance those two things yeah so
0: it's a great movie yeah laurie
1: metcalf that's who it is who is laurie metcalf
0: laurie metcalf yeah
1: great movie very funny a lot of a lot of little freaks in this movie um but like gentler like california California style yes (laughs) yes i am (laughs) california style little freaks (laughs) is just like a bunch of kids <laughs> hanging out in a parking lot because that's all that <laughs> American cities are is parking lots <laughs> um yeah and it's uh, it's just this really nice like it's not an easy easy way out ending for either of them yeah oh the one soundtrack moment that I wanted to highlight because I think oh. this is relevant to my double bill and oh, the thesis of it is as Vader is dying and like Luke has taken his mask off he, Luke says, "Like I wanted to save you." Invader says, "You already did." And what that should be like a little bit of a triumphant moment or like an up, you know, mm. maybe a heart wrenching like moment, but it's just all you get is this very quiet and eerie uh, imperial march. But just one solo harp.
0: Yeah, so and it's this all you really get. Suspended yes. chord feeling. No
1: resolution. Unsettled no happy ending not even a like well he died and that's sad but we made it in the end you know what i mean just yeah. this like am i ever going to know whether that was true or not yeah. and clearly james earl jones doesn't even think it's true <laughs> yeah. you know father
0: i won't leave you
1: very like there's no like good answer that you can have there's there is essentially an unknowableness when you like raise a child there's you you can never actually fully know a person even though that's the closest you could possibly get you'd think yeah it's It's just never gonna
0: trying to convince yourself it's resolved yeah yeah and how that's
1: never really yeah that's not not going to be a satisfying ending Mm. and uh lady bird is is very much a like indie hit kind of a thing you could you could think of it as the arty one it's very funny and it's It's very sweet and like really just super well done people who love it really love it and i don't think i've come across anyone who doesn't like it um so if you've been thinking of it as like oh it's this like indie whatever go yeah just go go watch it
0: yeah it's just like the one of the best versions of a coming of age movie yeah that you can get i feel like yeah
1: totally So that's what I'm going to pair it with. It's Return of the Jedi is just Lady Bird for boys. That's what it is. <laughs> that's I'm what, I'm, it that's it. what I'm giving it. Yeah.
0: That is a very confusing, uh, <laughs> picturing that as the tagline. Yep, yep.
1: Yeah. I'm sticking with it. Yes. What
0: about you? Well, me, I'm going to give an honorable mention that you just made me think of, because I half thought that you were going to pick this movie that I remembered you hadn't seen it. But oh. what you were describing sounds almost like the, I don't actually know how to pronounce her name. I've never had to say it out loud. Celine Sciamma? Uh, probably shama shama uh wow. i've only ever read it written down petite yeah. mama is uh, very oh, a very much a movie about that, yeah. like mother daughter how do i reconcile that my parent is a complicated person yeah kind of thing and it's, sure. it's like vaguely fantasy realism oh okay so yeah uh, oh, nice. honorable mention there because that's almost what i thought you were gonna say okay sure. No, sure. no it's gonna be
1: Lady Bird. <laughs> and you were right
0: but my official double bill is going to be looking at the opposite side of Luke's predicament in Jedi. Okay. The person that we're spending most of our time with in my Double Build movie is an actual fascist uh, (laughs) who is being tempted into doing the right thing. So this is a story about, both of these stories about will temptation take hold and will he break this evil cycle or will he, despite what he emotionally wants, remain steadfast in what his current worldview is. So I guess as I'm saying that, It's kind of looking at Vader's side, like, sure, this is the guy who's in the fascist place, being like, "Oh wait, people are having fun out here, and it seems (laughs) nice."
1: Or what we think, like we were supposed to think Luke is going through. uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: In short, will this man be a conformist? I'm billing this with the conformist (laughs) from 1970, nice from uh, Bernardo Bertolucci, starring uh, Jean-Louis Trintignant. I can never pronounce his name right, but uh, just like the emperor takes the idea of, like, here's an evildoer, he is a husk of a disgusting human being, like, turns him into, like, a Saturday morning cartoon of evil that you still have to take seriously. Yeah. The conformist takes the idea of fascism and evil fascists and stuff and makes every one of them look like the most empty-headed... Personalityless, vain, stupid babies little
1: idiots yeah
0: <laughs> and the the main character played by Jean-Louis Traignan is trying to be one of them despite not being good at it
1: yeah oh that's so true actually yeah the whole movie is him being surrounded it's this weird like he's a very handsome man and yeah. he's like a great actor charming on screen but he you can see him like Trying to shrivel himself up into a little fascist Toady. Yeah. Which I'm like and I'm like, I don't buy it. Like you're not and you kind of resent him for doing it because you're like, you you don't have to be this, but it's just so hard not to not to like fall in with the yeah, yeah, and
0: the setup to prove himself as uh one of the fascist party, he is told he has to go and I think assassinate, like straight up assassinate, or aid in the the elimination of his old progressive philosophy professor Mm -hmm. so is the person coming out being like you should do good for good sake like and you should enjoy life and let's go dancing like all the things that fascists hate um
1: (laughs) joy life the theater
0: (laughs) (laughs) so the conformist is taking us on yeah vader's side is how i think of this is like oh i really gotta prove that i'm i'm a bad mean guy so that my friends will like me yeah um (laughs) and and i get
1: to be like i get to do whatever i want it's kind of it's this like very inviting like Well, if you be if you do, you know, look how many things I can just do whenever I want. Like you could, you could have that too. Yeah. You know?
0: And will yeah, will that will the character crack and go towards temptation, and what would the result of that be, or will they not crack and stay as they are, and if so, what happens? Yeah. So it's uh, that's it's great. also I think about this movie all the time since we saw it yeah. a few months back because it is one of the most gorgeous movies in the world. There's a new like restoration that's touring uh art house theaters and stuff that it just looks incredible so yeah it's super good if it's in your town go see it
1: yeah yeah very compelling movie yes nice
0: so i'm gonna say watch the conformist first because otherwise you'll it's as from how i'm describing it it's a bit of a bummer movie so like don't uh (laughs) finish with that
1: yeah maybe don't end yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) yeah Oh, that's, there's a good parallel to there where it ends with, you know, if I may, it's literal history, so um, it ends with, like, Ildice being overthrown and, like, mm-hmm. on on the night where Mussolini is, is captured and killed. Yeah. And Return of the Jedi ends with, like, yay, we blew up the Emperor and the Death Star. But it actually raises may- way more questions yeah. where it's <laughs> like, okay, but then, so we built this whole system around this guy this one and one guy liking this guy what now what now yeah 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 nice <laughs>
0: so i love that that's your eyes went so big when i said the person we're following is a fascist yeah. that you're just like what's what?
1: happening <laughs> right the movie about the fashion <laughs> yeah i gotcha
0: wonderful nice. well i think that'll about do us for this here episode please rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice give us a follow on uh, social medias we're at GartBidgePod, pod uh, on instagram and i guess we still exist on twitter <laughs> we knows? do
1: we do exist on the internet still i promise <laughs> the, we just lost track of what time is yep so um, come hang out with us
0: yeah we're gonna Talk about Star Wars.
1: <laughs> I know everyone's favorite activity. Is that a good
0: thing to talk about online? People <laughs> like to do that, right?
1: That never goes wrong. <laughs>
0: so I hope that you all will join us uh, yet another time for another pile of garbage. Thanks,